Hello, hey, and welcome to Ask the Color Expert. My name is Elaine Travis. I am a career hair colorist, independent educator, and author of the book, A Colorful Journey. I'm here every week sharing tips, tricks, and stories that are all things hair color. Thanks for joining me, and let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to the Ask the Color Expert podcast. Today's special guest is Andrew Finkelstein. He is a high-performance coach, certified high-performance coach, which means many things. And Andrew and I were just chatting right before we started recording, and I said, wait, stop. We have to start recording this because there's way too many nuggets that we're going to, I'm afraid we're not going to repeat. So welcome, Andrew. Well, thank nice you. Nice to have you here today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And it's an honor to be here with you. We've uh, known one another for many years um, in various ways through, yes. through amazing people in the industry, primarily. Yes. And we're both still super passionate about our amazing industry through all the changes and mm-hmm. all of the different trends and everything, you are still more than relevant in what you do. Salon owners need support now more than ever. And I just said to you, I remember seeing you at a hair show many, many years ago when I was new as an owner. Uh, I loved the systems that you were sharing. I had no structure as a very young salon owner. I was 22 years old when I opened my salon. So I thought, you know, build it and they will come, put the key in the door, do some great hair, all will be good. (laughs) I can laugh about that now, but it just seemed like a great idea at the time. And every event that I went to, I kept hearing the word system, but no one ever elaborated on what the system was. Right. Well, we... (laughs) (laughs) And, 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 And doing great hair is, I won't say essential, but for hairdressers, you got to do great hair because that's where your energy comes. You know, hairdressers' energy it comes from the love that they bring for, for doing the hair, whether it's artistically or giving, giving uh, the gift of great hair to their clients. And, and there's so much energy around that. And what happens is when they step into to the business, and they're usually people who open their own businesses in our business are usually uh, good hairdressers. They usually have uh, nice solid books and people who love them. And uh, what happens is they they don't take the time to uh, invest in learning business, the business of hair. Because that it's too, there's doing hair, and then there's a the business of doing hair. And because they're so busy doing hair. And so what happens is, and this is so typical, you know, they're working one day and they have what my mentor, Michael Gerber, who is the uh, author of the E-Myth, why most businesses don't work and what to do about it. And, uh, and that, in working with Michael, I was a senior coach in his organization and actually studied with him for three years before I was really able to deliver the program that you saw, that you heard about. 
And, and uh, so getting back to the hairdresser, what happens is they're working behind the chair and their clients are saying, why don't you go out on your own? You know, you, you would be great. You would be great. And, uh, and other people are saying that and you start saying it to yourself. You know, I would be great. I would be great. I'm working for, you know, either a jerk or it's a pretty good place. Uh, but anyone could do this. That person over there did it. Why can't I? And, and not knowing the struggles that that person over there has going through, not knowing that they're most likely not making the type of money that you think they're making. You know, whether it's today that you step out or tomorrow or two years from now, your, your mind is ready to move. And one day you do move. And things usually go pretty well because, you know, your clientele does follow you. And maybe a couple other people join you. And there you are, you're working, working, working. And then, you know, the bills start to roll in. And then your accountant tells you this. And then, and then, and then, and then when, and you're working more than ever. And the joy that you had for the business and for doing hair and for your clients. And it's not that you weren't making money. If you're a good hairdresser, good hairdressers make good money. They, Until they, they become really, owners. What? <laughs> Until, Until they become owners. Until you become an owner. And a good owner makes really good money, more good money that they, than they could ever make than just doing hair. 100%. Because that's the power of, of leverage. Okay. That that's how it is. That's if if you if you want even more abundance than you already have, you have to step into it. But you have to step into it consciously and and with some help. That's that's my job. Um, and and understanding, understanding that you don't know. And it's okay not to know how to run a business. It's okay. But don't think you can bluff it because the, the successful people haven't bluffed it. They work at it. Yes. It can't be ignored. It's okay. It, to it cannot be ignored because it comes around and bites you in the butt. What's yeah. Michael's line? I remember from the E-Myth, wasn't it um, one day you have an entrepreneurial seizure or something? What, what's his line exactly. about that? that and I was describing <laughs> the entrepreneurial seizure. <laughs> I love that. I love so many things about the entrepreneurial seizure. And what happens is you go to work in your business instead of on the business. The hairdresser goes to work on her chair instead of working on the business. And one of her roles is behind the chair. So it's like wearing different hats. And, and let me give you an example about thinking and thinking about money, okay? Because that's, that's very, we all think about money differently, okay? And everyone wants more, which is great. Who, I have never met anyone who says, I don't want any more, you know? But what more means, what more means to uh, a, a a technician, let's say, a hairdresser, versus what more means to a manager, what versus what more means to 
and owner three different things in the dimension of money. Okay, so to a technician, money represents, and let's, you know, I do more sales, I get more commissions, I make more, right? Sales, basically. To how much did you do last week? Oh, I did uh, $3,000. Yeah. How much are you paid? It's the old bar stool conversation. I make 50%. Oh, I make 60. Well, you know, that's more. Wow. Okay. To a manager, more means profitability. Okay. More sales, less expenses means more profit margins. Okay. So you're thinking in another dimension. And then to an owner, the entrepreneur, money is something in the dimension of equity. I'm building equity. I'm building an asset. So how you do each of those things is very different. Okay. Obviously we need more sales, but at what what price? And the manager's always, that's what people are hating the manager. <laughs> oh my God. So when you're doing all those roles, you're kind of hating yourself for what you have to exactly. do. Exactly. You know, I hate to do this stuff. I hate to manage. Ugh. Manage my people. For, and Michael would say, and I repeat this for 20 years, you can't manage people. If you're trying to, forget it. Forget it, yeah. Forget it. Because I'll show you what happens. I love Zoom because we can do things like this. What happens is when you try to manage someone, they take it as what? A feeling of control, right? And when you feel controlled, where do you go? You move away from someone, okay? As a manager, as a leader, we want people to come towards us. So we move towards our vision, right? You're thinking about that. And so when we try to manage, it's like, oh, move away. And what you create is a divide, a gap. When you, when you want to make a bridge. So now you have the gap. And it becomes an us versus them mm -hmm. situation. A manager versus the team or, or an individual. And that creates, for, that, that creates a condition of lousy communication. And it's just because the feel, we can't understand one another. It's, it's tough enough as human beings, but now, now there's this big divide, okay? So, so we have to be clear about, as, as a, an owner, um, as a working behind the chair, which so many owners do, which hat we're wearing. Anyway, so what's necessary, so you can't manage people, but you need to have a management system. System, there's that word again. <laughs> yeah. So let the system do the work and let the people run the systems. Yes. That, that creates freedom. And that's something that you can hold lightly. And we're always looking to improve the system. We're not looking to improve ourselves. I mean, yes, individually, we're looking to improve ourselves. But as a manager and owner, I'm not looking to 
fix you? God, we can hardly fix ourselves. What do we, you know, fix you? That's preposterous. But so many, you know, so that, that goes into looking at strengths, looking at weaknesses. Oh, if only you could, you know, blah, 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 blah. And, and unfortunately, most people don't learn to create, how to create a system because it, it's something very foreign. It's all it is is a bunch of steps to get a desired result, but you have to design it just like you design a haircut. What's, what the heck is the difference? Haircutting, basically you learn a system. And many people learn the Sassoon system. Right. People who did, didn't get lost. Hairdressers who don't have a way, a method, get lost in it. You know that. You've been doing this a long time. And, and when you get lost, you get lucky if the result turns out well. Right? I mean, that's, that's, that's just how it is. So Vidal... I mean, his, his whole thing was, I'm going to teach this system so that you can duplicate it. You can create this. And then through time, you, you know, do your own thing. You put your own uh, mark on it. But you have the foundation. And it's the same thing with building a business. You set up the structure and you design it according to a plan oh my god that word <laughs> oh my god because people don't know how to plan and it's not they've just never been taught do you think what happens though is that owners are so far in not having a system that it feels so overwhelming yeah. to start again. And it's like, why bother? Let's just keep it the way it's kind uh, of like a, a bad marriage, you know? Oh, it's too complicated. Let me just stay okay. in the situation. and Ab avoid. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why, I mean, I, I segued into something. I, I still work with people, but I realized that. I realize that. So no matter what system, there, there's a, you know, we all, we all want to do better. And it's a full intention when someone adopts, you know, they go to a seminar out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. This mm -hmm. system is so great. I'm going to put in this so that, you know, I'm going to uh, use the, uh, they're all great. So, you know, like the, the summit system, great stuff. Strategy system, dear friend, Neil Dukoff. And I, mm -hmm. I wrote for his magazine when he had the, the hard I miss that copy. magazine. I miss what? that. I miss that. The magazine was the greatest. Yeah. Strategies. And I, I wrote the new leader column for seven years for Neil. And, uh, I talked to some of his, he said I was the worst speaker ever. I was terrible. <laughs> but that I had think to you were terrible. I, I sat through your class. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, he told me, he said, I've never seen anyone as bad as you. <laughs> <laughs> You're too <laughs> smart. You're probably trying to not oh, be so, God. Hey, so Harvard-like. <laughs> we got to get to the point. But, but here, here the point is they all work if you work them, but you got to, 
you, this idea that I'm so into it that I might as well just stop, you know, let it go. And what will be, will be. That is giving up on it. That's giving up on your dream. You had a dream. And, and this is, you know, we have to reconnect with that dream. And then, and then we have to work, do a lot of inner work. And by the way, I'm not a shrink priest or rabbi. I, I, I'm, you know, that's, that's off the table, folks. But <laughs> there, there is a lot of inner work that we have to do on how we want to show up for, our, you know, for ourselves first, okay? For our people next, you know? How, how we want to be as a leader. When you walk in the door, how are you going to be? And if you are, if you don't have the energy, if you don't have the right mindset, if you're in here, you show up for others, not in the best way. Absolutely. Yeah. And that, funnily enough, is, you know, what, what is a high-performance coach? A high-performance coach works with people so that they become high performers. And what is a high performer? It's someone who does something, whatever they're doing, better than the average over an extended period of time. Okay. That's what I love, I, I love the coaching model too, because, you know, a lot of owners get so overwhelmed to the point we just talked about how it's like, just keep it the way it is because it's so bad. I don't even know how to climb out of this yes. hell that I'm living every day. And they, and there's always, I shouldn't say always, most times there is a salon bully that the owner is tiptoeing around the minefields of not disturbing mm -hmm. the bully. And when they link up with a coach, the first thing the coach does is identify the bully and empower the owner to take back their power and have systems. And the bully is usually the highest performer financially mm -hmm. in the salon. Mm -hmm. So then the owner says, oh, well, let me just cherry pick this system to your point about Neil or the summit. You know, if, if they've been a commission salon for years and then they want to be a strategy salon, it's like, oh, that one person, she's not going to go for it. And then she's going to poison everybody else. And then the whole domino thing is going to happen. And I'm going to have no staff where if they just took that bold step, let the bully go because well, the bully is the reason that you need the coach in the first place. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I, I hear you loud and clear. And that is, that's uh, what happens. That's, that's re that's the real world. And, and you just said something, you just chose a word. Two words, actually, courage and bold. And we have to develop those qualities because high performers are courageous. High performers have habits, okay, in, in actually six areas. And this is, they have clarity. They know their why. High performers know their why, okay? Mm -hmm. And when you know your why, you live intentionally. 
And when you're living intentionally, you are in control of your actions. It's not like you're all over the place. I mean, no, but that goes back to clarity. High performers have energy, energy. And that has a lot to do with, and I know this sounds crazy and stuff. No, it doesn't sound crazy. Everyone knows it's true that you need energy and you need to, to enjoy. It's a vibrancy, okay? And you need your physiology to be of a, a certain state that you can have that energy. If you're, if you're not sleeping, if you go in to, to work, you know how it is. If you've, if you've stuffed yourself the previous night before, because if you're not drinking enough water, all these things, which may sound, what does this have to do with building my business? It has everything. everything. To, <laughs> it has everything to do. No excuses. No excuses. You know, so that's the second. They have, they have necessity. What's the, what does that mean? I, I need to be my best. I really have to do this. It's a sense of agency. I'm building the salon because you know your why. Okay. And now I, it's important. It's necessary for me to achieve my dream because when I do, when I get it, and I will get it, then, then, you know, I will be to my loved ones, to my tribe, to my extended family. I will feel great. Okay, so that's, that's necessity. Productivity. So what's productivity? We get, we get all bogged down in our business with what real productivity is. Because productivity is different things, you know, as, as hairdressers, what's productivity? I do a lot of clients and I'm productive per hour. And, I'm a, and, and that's true. That's true. Okay. To an owner, productivity is a number of things, including I worked on those things that mattered the most to move the needle forward. That goes back to what Michael Gerber said, working on your business, not just in your business. So, hey, if you're, if you're looking at, at your productivity and we'll, we'll separate that business from your business of life, if you're just looking at the productivity uh, and you're interpreting it like, you know, we do X per hour and X dollars, Y dollars per hour and my people are, yeah, but what about you? How productive are you in doing those things that are moving towards building your dream, building this business? So you've got to really take a look each day at are you being productive, not just behind the chair, but as, as a business owner, as a leader, are you being productive? Then influence, meaning how you guide, how you treat others. It's really important. If you, want, if you want to have people on your team, you have to know how to influence and persuade them to the goal. Everyone has dreams. You know, how do we have a collective? How do we work together? 
How do we do this? How do you enlist people? How do you do all that? So that's through influence. And influence, the way you do that, there's a system, funnily enough. <laughs> and it takes a lot of conscientious work and conscientiousness. It's, and then that goes back to intentionality. And then there's courage. There's courage. I'm really sharing my real self with you. I'm here. I'm sharing my thoughts. I'm sharing my feelings. And, and so high performers score really high in those areas. And um, all this is, I love the work that I'm doing today because everything I've just told you has been scientifically proven. So the work that I do is data driven. It's heart driven, of course, because the ultimate result is happiness and who doesn't want to be happy? And it's really hard to be happy when your business is in the tank, mm -hmm. when your personal relationships aren't so great because your business is in the tank or because how you're being with your significant others, you know? And some of it, some of it may really require work beyond my, I shouldn't say pay grade, but beyond what I do. I mean, you know, uh, psychologists and psychiatrists are great, great. And uh, it's, it's a real gift if you can give that to yourself to try to figure out, you know, what's going on. But uh, <clears throat> the work that we do is not about that, you know, and it incorporates some of that, but I wouldn't pretend for a moment to know the, these folks study, have studied that for years, they have degrees, and that's all they do. I, what I do is high performance and high performers think a certain way. You know. Well, there's that saying, however you do one thing is usually how you do everything. So mm. working with them on their performance, once someone is aware of how much of an effect their being and their energy and all of that Absolutely. is on the organization. I think that for me was the biggest turning point as a salon owner and mm. a leader was understanding how much of an effect that I didn't realize that I was having. Yeah. You know, whatever mood that I was bringing into the building trickled mm -hmm. through the whole building within. Absol absolutely. <laughs> what, what, what my dad, who, who I worked with for many years, and uh, he was a president of our company, family company. And he would always tell me, he said, Andy, he would say, you know, when, when, you walk into a room when you walk into a salon as a as a manager as an owner you have one pair of eyes but i can tell you there's 50 pair of eyes glued on you mm. and they're watching they're watching and you know there there's this and people 
people interpret things. There's a, and I tell, I've, I've, I've told this story to clients, you know, imagine you're coming one day, you're, you're, you're running late, um, coming in to work, you're a manager or an owner, and you're running from the parking lot, you have a new pair of boots on, you step into a puddle, you ruin, you know, you, you ruin your boots. Brand new, you spent a, a fortune, you loved it, you feel, you're feeling great, you're feeling sexy in those new, you know, and the next thing you know, boom. So you go into the salon, you breeze past the desk, because you wanna you know, clean the damn boots and see what you can do to say. And, and you're not looking, you forget to say your good mornings. Good mornings, yeah. And you go into your office, you shut the door and you're trying to figure out. Well, for a moment, think about, you just breeze past you know, four employees, a, two, a woman at the desk, two other your key employees. And they, what do they say? What are they thinking? What's she up to? Oh boy, it's going to be a What's day. What's on her mind? <laughs> you know, what did we do? Yep. What did I do? Mm. Was it my face when she came in? Did I say hello? And when I did, because I know I did, and she didn't even acknowledge me. What was that about? That is what you're talking about. So true. That is what you're, so it's that level of awareness. It's a level of who we are in our relationship with others, stepping into their shoes for a moment, you know, being empathic. So we're dumping all this stuff on, on people unwittingly because we're not aware exactly. of what we're doing. I think the hardest part as an owner and a manager, leader, whatever title you want to give it is I envision as you're saying all of these great things about systems and all of those mm -hmm. things, I keep envisioning um, a circle where you have the pie sections. Mm -hmm. I've done activities at different shows where they, it's your family, your business, your interests. There's so many pieces of our life Absolutely. in this circle mm -hmm. and this pie. And every time I did that activity, my biggest, it was like a Pac-Man, you know, my biggest section was all for the business. Mm -hmm. Everything else was being let go and, and just working itself and everything was all in on the business and it yeah. get burned out so quickly where you're all in, in one area and there's no balance. There's no yeah. self-care. There's no you know, family time, just because it that's, was all like trying correct. to jam everything else in around this big section of the pie. Yeah. Where were you, Andrew, when my pie was, was too skewed? <laughs> <laughs> when you were up in the Northeast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you were Cold the, and miserable. The corner. I'm freezing. You're, 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 you know, <laughs> down there in sunny Florida, enjoying. <laughs> Uh, I look at myself and think, I, I got to move. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> But um, totally so. And people don't know what to do because, you know, when your relationships at home are lousy and you just breeze in and you don't breeze in, you, a lot of people walk and drag themselves in and, and they, they, they don't have that vibrancy. They're half dead. 
I used to come home and collapse, just collapse yeah. on the sofa and didn't even want to speak to anyone. I was exactly. So, so, you know, in, and, and so what's your other supposed to think? And they are empathic, but you know, you continue to repeat that behavior and they say, honey, what's going on at work? And then you go, blah, 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 exactly. blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. And then they tell you what to do. Yes. And when people tell you what to do, you block it out because it, you know that what they're saying is so, but you didn't create it. <laughs> Not built here. Yes. Or I maybe defensive. Or, or the, little, the little voice says, don't you think I know that? Mm -hmm. Don't you think? I'd be doing that if I only could, if blah, 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 mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. And so there's a gap that builds at home and it's horrible. It's horrible. You know, what are the statistics? 50% of marriages end up on the rocks mm -hmm. and being on the rocks, even when you're there on the rocks, it's terrible and the time and the effort. And when you're on the rocks and I'm not saying uh, this is not in support of marriage, and, but being on the rocks, being in that condition impacts your business. Mm -hmm. And so it's that, that it's a circular circle. thing. Yeah, start chasing your tail. The egg. Exactly. Well, I can, tell you, I can tell you it's the chicken. Uh, and it's how you're thinking about this, all of this. It's a mental construct. It's your framework. And so that's high performance is a series of habit formation. Okay. It's a series of, you know, how do we build, how do we build habits that are going to move us forward in the various areas that we discuss. And, um, you, there's ways to build habits and it's difficult to build habits, especially, you know, at my age, but uh, you know, at every age we become hard and, and, and I won't go into the, you know, the neuroscience behind it, but we can reformulate our habits, but it takes, Absolutely. A yeah, it's been proven. But, you know, let me give you an example. If you're, if, if you're finding yourself uh, <clears throat> all stressed out at work and before, you know, you, and you're going home, you want to set up uh, some sort of trigger. Meaning when I open the door, I don't know how, you know, when I, when I get ready to open the door, boom. How do I want to be with my significant other inside? Remember, there's some key words, bum, 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 when we set up key words. So the door, turn, triggers that. You wait a moment, and then you walk in. Life changes. Because you've just changed your mindset. It really is that simple, you know? It, it's, it's that simple, but it's not. It's difficult, yeah. Because but, we're saying to ourselves, oh, it can't be that simple. Yeah. It is, but doing it is the hard part. 
because we've been conditioned not to. So we have to break through our mind chatter. And, oh, this won't really make a difference. Blah, 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 blah. But it does. It does. And the work that I do has the scientific backing that you do this in these six key areas. And there's a lot of areas, you know, habit formation. There's a lot of things, but it, it the six key areas that I shared with you, all the research that we've done has been distilled down to those six key habits. That's it's amazing. amazing. I love it. It's amazing. So for those owners that are still living their life the way that my life was and feel so lost and unsure how to even put one foot in front of the other, how can they reach you and your systems? <laughs> well, the, when they the listen best, to this, they're all going to relate the way that I would best, be listening the best to this. way. The best way that they can reach me is send me an email at Andrew to Andrew at Andrew Finkelstein, F-I-N-K-E-L-S-T-E-I-N.com. And we take it away from there. Uh, they can go to my website by the same name. That's Andrew easy enough. Smart Andrew branding. Keep it simple. Com. Uh, but it's, it's just being put up now. It will be up. And, you know, drop me a line from there. But the best way really is Andrew at andrewfinkelstein.com and say, hey, tell me about. Help this. me. Help, help me. Please help, help me. <laughs> help, help me. Help me. And, and, then, and then what we do is we do um, I'll do an assessment so we can get clarity on what that really looks like for you. And uh, we could take it away from there. But I know, I had a funny thing happen. Working, working with uh, someone, wonderful person, uh, great hairdresser, et cetera. And we're, we're doing work and, and maybe six weeks into it, she says, you know, I've lost 10 pounds. Mm. So, okay. And one of, one of her goals was to lose weight. And it, she didn't, change, she just changed a couple things. She did it, uh, we, didn't, we hadn't even been talking about it. Yep. But the other things that she was doing, because I, I push her on, you know, the physiology. Mm -hmm. Because you need that, because you need the, the energy. Absolutely. And, and, and hairdressers, God, when you're working behind the chair, that takes all the energy. And especially today with this COVID yes. stuff, my heart goes out to everyone. It even goes out to the clients. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's horrible it, for everyone right now. It is super difficult. But if we have, if we have a vision of why we're doing this stuff, and what our big, you know, the why, and how we want to be in spite of the mask, in spite of the, all this stuff, we'll make it through with flying colors, guaranteed. Better days to come. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. But we have to make today, and I know this sounds, I know this sounds so trite, ridiculous, but today's the only day that we have. So while we're building for better days, let's make sure that we're being our best today. And do all those things that are within our control, okay, to, to make our day great and to bring happiness and joy to our lives, own lives and the lives of the people we love and to our community. I mean, basically that's why I've showed up here. Beautiful. What a beautiful way to end an amazing chat. This was so much great information and you just summed it up perfectly. Today is the only day and let's make the best of it. And I started my day off great with chatting with you. This was amazing. Thank you. Everyone listening, reach out to Andrew at andrewfinkelstein.com and get the help that you need. There are brighter days ahead for sure. Thank you so much, Andrew. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Elaine. Really good to see you. You too. Thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you on the next one. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Color Expert podcast. Please subscribe and be sure to leave a review. For more information on hair color education, please visit my website, www.expertcolorsolutions.com. See you soon.